welcome back to another episode of the Blazer Victory Podcast. Uh, this is your co-host, John Duncan, and as always, I'm joined by Steve Irvine. Steve, basketball finally got to start off conference play this past weekend, and the Blazers were able to handle business in both games on Friday night and Saturday afternoon over the Southern Miss Golden Eagles. And, you know, I'm sure we're about to talk a lot about these two games as we recap uh, this series with Southern Miss, but... Buddy, I got to tell you, this Friday night, Saturday morning, afternoon is a such a weird format to play in basketball. Yeah, it's crazy. It's tough. I mean, it's tough yeah. on everybody. I mean, you you know your your body's tired. Uh, you know these the the you know, poor coaches have to uh, you know have to adjust in the in the middle of it. You know, they spend so much time putting these these scouting reports together, and um, you know it's it, it's uh, it, you know it takes it takes several days, and then you you uh, you know put those scouting reports on the on the practice uh, court, you know, for to get them ready, and then uh, go play the game, and then you know they they you know these coaches have to you know, stay up Friday night to, to, you know, change things, to figure out right. what, you know, what happened that first game. And um, so it, it's, it's tough on everybody. It's, it's tough. Um, you know, it's, it, it, and it is tough to, to, to beat a team in, in, in back-to-back, uh, you know, games and, you know, cause human nature sometimes, even if you blow them out the first night, you know, human nature is just going to be, you're going to kind of ease up in that second night. Cause you just beat them bad the, the night before. And, um, uh, you know, and you could come out a little flat. Um, so it's, it's, it's an adjustment, you know, and, and for, um, you know, for, for all these teams, it's just going to take some time. You know, that's what was tough for UAB on, you know, this one, because they didn't have that first week. And right. so it's going to take some time, you know, it'll take some time to get used to it. And probably about the time you get used to it is when the season ends, you know, and, and exactly. Uh, so, uh, but it's you know it's it's interesting. I mean it's it's you know I I don't I don't I don't dislike it. I I, I did I was a little bit bigger uh, fan or uh, believed a little bit more in the uh, you know Thursday um, Saturday thing. Right. At least you have the day in between. And I don't know that uh, that there's a big advantage you know um, over Friday Saturday. You know as far as health. I mean I mean I, you know it's it's a day less on the road for for these teams. And you know that, I guess that's good. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know that it's a it's a huge advantage. But you know, it's it you know it is what it is, and you, you <laughs> gotta you know you gotta adjust to it. And you gotta play. Exactly. And and, and you know this format uh, it really makes you uh, think or consider that really the deepest teams in the conference in Conference USA would probably have uh, the advantage on everybody else. But as you know, Murray Barto mentioned in the post game of last game, um, really most teams just rotate, you know, six or, you know, seven guys. So it really, (laughs) it doesn't, uh, you know, matter as much, but I will say that there is a strong emphasis on trying to win that first game, because if you win the first game, if you win the Friday night game, that takes a lot of pressure off of you um, come, you know, for that Saturday game, especially for the home team. You know, if you're the home team and you lose that first game, then, you know, it's almost a, you know, a must win to, just try to break even and get that second game. Yeah. I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, yeah, yeah. That, that first game is, you know, is, is huge. And, and, you know, it, it's almost, um, you know, you, you almost go into it. Obviously you go into it wanting to sweep, but right. you know, in, in some senses, you know, uh, a, 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 um, you know, if you lose that first one, then you still feel good about, uh, about the split, 
you know, if you leave when when you when you leave or when when the games you know second game's over with. So it's um you know there's a lot of there is there's a lot of pressure on on, on the Friday night game and you know and 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 also the Friday night games when both of you are fresh. Right. Um, so you know you feel like okay you know I want to get that you know while we're fresh I want to get that win because I don't want to be tired and have to find a way to win you know in, in that second game and um so it, it's you know and i think murray you know is, is absolutely right i mean by you know especially by this time of the, of the year even though they don't have the the, the length of the of the post uh, preseason that they've had uh you're gonna have quite as many games but but i think by conference time you, you're sort of settled into you know seven or eight man rotation you know there's there are very few teams like you know like the old nolan richardson teams that would you know just try to you know, play 11, 12 guys and wear you down, um, no, you, know, that, you know, that just doesn't happen, you know, right. uh, too, too much anymore. And, and so, you know, um, but, you know, it's also a chance for, for some guys, uh, you know, for some Simeon Kirkland's, you know, to, right. uh, to, you know, maybe not have, has, have not played much, but there's a need in that, uh, in the second game of a series or maybe, or the first game, either one, there's a need, and you bring a guy off the bench that's you know that hadn't played a whole lot, he's fresher, you know, and, and um, there's a there's a chance for that to happen every weekend too, and and so that um, you know that was great to see for UAB what he did on Saturday on Saturday, and um, you know heck maybe it's going to be Ronji Gordon one game, maybe you know may, you know maybe it'll be Kirkland again, maybe it'll be Tony Tony. I mean you know, right. you know I mean it, it just gives these these kids a, a chance, you know. Uh, especially if you have a couple uh, guys hurt, you know. Um, so um, it's interesting. I mean, it, you know, that's the one thing, like it or not like it, um, it, 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 it is intriguing. Yes, it is for sure. Well, luckily for our Blazers, uh, they were able to get the sweep. Uh, they defeated Southern Miss uh, both games. And we'll just go ahead and tackle those games one by one. Steve, we'll start by Friday night's game. UAB defeated Southern Miss 72-60. to 60. Uh, Jalen Benjamin led the way with 17 points, um, had a, a really a really good game. Um, unfortunately, got kind of nicked up uh, towards the end of that game, and I felt that kind of showed in the second game for sure. Um, it looked like he was struggling um, a little bit, just finding his uh, rhythm. But, you know, needless to say, UAB picks up the W, gets a 12-point win over, I think, a, a pretty decent Southern Miss team, a Southern Miss, def- uh, Southern Miss team that has a really good defensive mentality. But they just really couldn't get anything going um, uh, Friday night. Um, now, UAB did improve with the three-point uh, percentage of shooting 35.7%, which doesn't sound good. But compared to what they were doing before, um, they've made some improvements in that aspect. Um, UAB was able to force 15 turnovers from the Golden Eagles. Um, so, again, you know, really good full-court press, uh, just playing really good defense under Anna Kennedy. Yes, uh, the Blazers are still missing Quan Jackson. Um, I, I believe they would have had a few more turnovers if Quan was uh, playing that game because he just always seems to uh, find find the ball and get those turnovers for the Blazers. But hopefully we get him back before seasons. And um, rebounds was close. Uh, Southern Miss uh, took the edge 33 to UAB's 31. Uh, field goal percentage, uh, Southern Miss actually shot uh, 50%. And UAB shot uh, 44.4%. But, you know, UAB was able to force 15 turnovers, which led to um, a lot more attempted shots, uh, luckily, for our Blazers, which allowed UAB to get the double-digit victory. Um, 
So, you know, really good start. You know, and this was the first game that UAB had played in three weeks because, you know, UAB was facing uh, COVID contact tracing issues within the team. Um, so, unfortunately, we had to, you know, cancel the series, uh, conference opening series with North Texas um, and cancel the premier non-conference game against Georgia Tech. But, um, you know, you, you mentioned him earlier, Steve. Um, I'm, I'm definitely going to say thank God for Kasim Nicholson. You know, he stepped up really well uh, Friday night. You know, he only had 11 points, but, man, he was just all over the floor Friday night for the Blazers. Yeah, absolutely was. And, and you know, and I thought he had a solid, you know, Saturday also not quite yeah. as good. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that, uh, you know, he's a guy that's, that's going to have to step up and, uh, you know, and he has. But he's going to have to step up and give him quality minutes. I mean, I think when you lose a guy like Quan Jackson, um, you don't have one guy that's going to come in and give you everything he gives you. I mean, you just right. don't. I mean, because just because he's so, you know, he he was he's just so well rounded. And what he gives you on the defensive end is unique. You know, I mean, it really is. And and so so you're going to have to have guys step up and 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 play their role and kind of fill his role with what they can do. You know, and I think what right. Kasim Nicholson does is, I mean, he can get after you. He's long. Uh, you know, he's 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 going to have to, you know, he's going to have to rebound the ball, obviously. And, um, you know, he can give you some defense. He can give you some some of those steals, some of those so, some of those things, you know. And, and so um, I think that's key that, uh, again, you don't you don't want to play outside yourself after when you lose a guy. But you do want to do, you know, everything you do to try to you know, everything you do well to kind of try to make up what, what you know, what he, he, he gives you. Right. And I think, I think Nicholson, you know, can do that. Right. And I mean, he really had to, cause you know, unfortunately uh, Trey Jemison, you know, got into some early foul trouble right. in that game, picking up two quick fouls and, you know, Nicholson had to come in and step up. Um, and I don't know what happened with Jemison. Uh, you know, he ended up with just five points, three fouls, uh, only one block. Um, you know, Jemison just kind of kind of had an off game, but you know, luckily uh, Nicholson was able to step in and um, you know help bail him out. Uh, but yeah, definitely, uh, Kasim Nicholson had a really good game. Now, you know, as I mentioned earlier, you know, Jalen Benjamin led the way with 17 points. Uh, he was only three of 13 uh, with behind the three point line, um, which you know, um, a couple of those, you know, Andy Kennedy mentioned in his uh, post game uh, conference that you know a bunch of those were really weren't on Jalen Benjamin. Um, a couple of those uh, were just towards the end of the shot clock where, you know, the guys just put him in a bad situation where he had to hurry up and just kind of throw one up, you know, as to say. But, um, you know, 17 points is still a heck of a game. Tyreek Scott Grayson had 16 points. I um, mean, Ertl has 16 points as well. Um, so it was good to see those guys, uh, you know, get it going again. Ertl didn't have so good of a Saturday game, um, but we'll get into that. Um, shortly, but, you know, as I mentioned earlier, the team shot overall 44.4% from the field, uh, 35.7% uh, behind the three-point line, 10 of 28. Free throws, uh, 6 of 10, um, not terrible, but not great. Um, but, you know, overall for the Friday night game, uh, Steve, you know, we were able to get the win because of those turnovers that we forced Southern Miss into just to you know, we we didn't have the best night shooting in Bartow, but we were able to turn them over a lot and just have you know fifteen more shot opportunities than Southern Miss did. Yeah, and what you know what I, one thing I liked about it too was was you know UAB had the lead for uh, 
you know, you can say it's about Saturday too, but the UAB had to lead for, I think, 39 minutes and 30 seconds yeah, or, or whatever it was. And, you know, what that tells you right there is is you weren't – they didn't give up runs. You know, they were consistent defensively. I mean, I think when when you lead that long in, in any game, uh, you know, because basketball is such a game of runs and, and such a game of just quick spurts and sometimes long, you know, sometimes yeah. it's, it's not just quick. But, you know, I think – I think when you lead that much in a game, that just shows just how well, you know, you're playing defensively because, because you're not right. allowing them to, uh, you know, to have those runs and, and, you know, and so I think that jumped out and, and you know, and I mean, Andy Kenny mentioned it after the Saturday game. I mean, he, he looked at the stat and he said, we, you know, we he said we led for 39, 30, the first game and we led for 39, 20 or whatever it was the second game, you know, right. But, but it, it was a little different because because they did have a spurt there, you know, in the second half and in the Saturday game, um, you know, they just had a comfortable lead. UAB did, and, and you know, uh, kind of hit a dry spell, and and um, and you know, Southern Miss got back into it. But on Friday, you know, they didn't allow that, and I thought that was you know really good to see. Yes, for sure. Now uh, talk about a guy for Southern Miss that went off really both games. Um, a guy on the inside, uh, Stevenson, um, had 15 points um, on Friday night, and I believe he had, uh, let me see, for Saturday. Let me make sure I got that right. Yeah, 18 on Saturday. So it's just so weird that, you know, they were able to just pound it inside on UAB, you know, with Jemison. Like, Jemison is obviously, you know, um, he's, he's taller, he's, you know, uh, more muscular than these guys, but somehow they were just able to just work it inside on UAB, which is – Really uh, puzzling, um, considering, you know, how Jemison has been, at least up to this part, you know, he's been a, a really big threat on the inside for UAB, you know, on offense, but definitely on defense with those blocks and just the presence, you know, of him being inside. So I don't know. Um, I guess just give kudos to Southern Miss and Stevenson for just finding a way both games to really just kind of take advantage of UAB. Yeah, and I think sometimes, too, it's just a little matchup thing. I mean, you know, Stevenson, yeah. you know, I've been a little bit quicker and I don't know if, uh, you know, Jemison might, you know, he might match up better, you know, sometimes because, you know, the, the, the bigger guys too. And, and, yeah. uh, or it just could have been, you know, it could have been a bad day, but I do think, um, I do think in the second half on Friday, uh, they shut him down. I mean, he That's didn't play true. well. I think he had, I think he might've had 13 at halftime. I mean, I know he, I know he right. had most, most of his points in the first half and, you know, he ended up with 15 on Friday, I think. I'd have to go back and, and look at to make sure, but um, that or, sounds I right. mean, 18 on Friday, whatever it was. But I think that um, I think that you know in the second half they did a you know much better job on him than than they did in the first half. And you know again sometimes it's just you know just, just one of those things where you um, you know you guy just has a game and where he hits some shots, you know. And that's true. Um, and I will say right quick, Steve. You know, I was just thinking that. Um, especially Friday night, Southern Miss got us on a bunch of uh, pick and rolls, and it ended up, you know, I believe like Ertl would end up on Stevenson, which is obviously an yeah. advantage for Southern Miss. So they did that uh, pretty well uh, Friday night and parts of Saturday too. Yeah, so I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, you know, go do, too deep into it. And you know, hopefully, it's an, one of those things too that uh, that Jimison was disappointed in, in in his effort a little bit, and it's kind of it's kind of fire, you know, going to get him going a little bit, you know. For, you know, use that as the motivation type thing. So, um, you know, hey, bottom line is you got to win out of it. And, um, 
you know, some other guys had to step up in some areas and, and they did. And that's a good thing. Yes, for sure. Um, now, before we move on to Saturday's game, Steve, I don't know um, if some people caught this at the beginning of the Friday night game um, because it was at the very beginning. But what I found was odd was the referees actually stopped play at the very beginning of the game and made a, a couple UAB guys, I believe it was Taven Loban um, and maybe somebody else, but they made uh, Taven uh, take off his undershirt that was under his jersey. Now, mm-hmm. I had always understood that if it's a different color under jer- uh, uh, undershirt, that this different color than your jersey, then, of course, that's illegal. But it was literally a white undershirt, um, but the referee still forced him to take it off. Um, but what was so surprising was Southern Miss had a guy – you know, both games that he had an undershirt on, but the referees didn't enforce him to, you know, require him to take his off. And I, I tweeted at Murray Bartow, you know, I know Murray's a busy, busy, uh, a busy guy, of course, but I, mm-hmm. I just, I was kind of wondering if you caught that, if you know what the rule is. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure of the rule. I know it has to be the same color as uniform. I know that because right. I've seen, I've seen that in the past. I, I actually, I remember one game, it was Cameron Moore, I think had to, uh, you know, had, had to, had to change his, he had a different color, um, uh, and he had to, had to take it off. And, and, um, but I, I think there, I, I, now I, I'm not sure on this, but I think there's a rule too, that, that, um, that you can't have anything showing on your shirt. Like you can't uh, have, you know, you can't have it. I mean, they're an Under Armour school. I don't think you can have an Under Armour showing. I think I, I don't know that for sure. That but, might have um, been it then. Yeah. So that could have been it. I, you know, I, um, I didn't, you know, I was watching it, but I didn't really notice it when, when it, you know, when they, you know, I, you know, until I heard somebody talking about it. Yeah. Uh, Cause I don't know if, I mean, maybe I'd walked away at that point or, or whatever, but I mean, I heard somebody talking about it and I'm like, I don't remember seeing that, but yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I I don't know the exact rule. You know, other than I do know it has to be the same color. Um, other than that, um, you know, maybe there was something showing that you know uh, whether it be an Under Armour or words or, or something that that they didn't like, you know, that they are not allowed to do. And um, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not yeah. sure what what that is because you see you see guys every night. You know, I mean, you see oh, guys yeah. wearing long sleeves. You know, there's mm-hmm. there's guys that wear long sleeves and. So right. I don't I don't know exactly what it is other than I do know that it has to be the same colors as uh, as your uniform. Right. Well, we'll go ahead and move on to uh, Saturday's matchup with Southern Miss. And luckily, UAB was able to get the victory there as well. I'm a little closer than uh, Friday night. So UAB squeaks out the win 62 to 58. Um, the leading scorer for the Blazers uh, was Tyreek Scott Grayson with 16 points, had a really good uh game especially shooting the three-point ball um you know again uh uab um field goal wise only shoots the ball 39.3 percent um and 3.33.3 percent uh so still not shooting great um for this series against southern miss but uh uab was able to force 11 turnovers uh for southern miss and uab only had nine turnovers um, and another big stat was rebounds. UAB was able to out-rebound Southern Miss 35-30. to 30. Um, So, you know, this game was a lot closer. It kind of had the, almost the same feel of Friday night's game. It's just UAB just couldn't seem to uh, kind of get that uh, lead up to, you know, double digits and let it stay at double digits. Uh, give credit to Southern Miss. You know, it got up to double digits at some points. But Southern Miss was definitely able to uh, get it down and gave us a really, really good scare. 
But, you know, again, I give that credit to Southern Miss for just being a really scrappy team, really good defensive uh, ball team. And uh, their coach, I mean, they he's got them playing hard, and they definitely played hard. Uh, they showed no quit and uh, almost pulled up the upset um, over UAB. But, again, you know, like you mentioned earlier, UAB never uh, – Never was trailing in this ball game. They never trailed in uh, Friday night's game either. Um, but you may be able to get the victory, sixty-two to fifty-eight. Yeah, and I, you know, I think sometimes um, this Sun or Saturday game is going to kind of be like a, uh, a a Sunday game in in conference ba- in uh, you know conference baseball series yes. where you know you pitch you pitch your you know your top guys in in the first two games and. You just try to get through, you know, um, the Sunday, find a way to win in the Sunday right. game. I think that's kind of what the Saturday is. I mean, and, and it's going to take sometimes, you know, Lovin had seven assists, you know, yeah. um, um, you know, and find guys maybe just doing some things. You know, I mean, we talked about Jimson, you know, he had eight rebounds and which, you know, what you want, you need him to do. But, um, you know, he had eight rebounds in 19 minutes and, and um, yeah. you know, so. You have guys, you know, Kirkland coming in and, you know, having 6.6 rebounds. And mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you have to have guys step out of themselves and maybe do some 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 things. You know, you, you know, this is a night when – or a day when, you know, Ertle only scored four points. You know, yeah. and, and I think it might have been the first time all year he hadn't been in double figures. I think it was, um, yeah. And, and yet you had some guys, you know, step up and um, – and do enough and do enough certainly on the defensive end to, uh, you know, find a way to win, you know, and, and hit some big three, you know, had Scott Grayson had a big three, you know, late in the game and um, just find ways, man. That's, that's what this Saturday game is going to be. You just find a way, you know, just find a way win. to win, you know, right. kind of like the, um, the Marshall and, and Louisiana tech thing in the first weekend, yeah. you know, Mar- Marshall loses the first game and then they're down 17 in the second game and somehow they found a way to win i think that's kind of what this saturday game is going to be yeah. you, know, you just gotta you, you just gotta it's a gut check type thing and you just gotta find a way to uh to, to get out of there with a win and you know that's what uh you know that's what uab did on uh you know saturday right for sure and you know a big shout out to Simeon kirkland on hitting two clutch free throws uh, towards the end of the game uh, when Jalen Benjamin got fouled um, and hit the floor pretty mm-hmm. hard that, you know, Kennedy came out and Benjamin ended up having to go to the bench uh, because coach came out. And, you know, of course, since he's unable to shoot the free throws, the opposing uh, coach gets to choose who gets to shoot the free throws. And, you know, Simeon had not shot a free throw at all this year. Yeah. And he came in and just stroked two beautiful balls into the basket. So definitely clutch right there for Simeon Kirkland. Yeah, and again, that's just that's another example of just finding you know finding a way. I mean, right. you, you got to find a way, and and he did. Yes, for sure. And but you know, again, this game, you know, Jalen Benjamin, uh, you know, he was a uh, three of twelve from the three, so not. Well, yeah, I mean, it's not good. But um, Scott Grayson ended up four for nine, um, shooting the three ball. Um, but as you mentioned, hit you know, a couple really clutch threes, especially one uh, towards the end of the ball game to stretch the lead out and help UAB get the victory. But, you know, needless to say, hey, you know, a win's a win. Uh, UAB was able to get both of them, two hard-fought victories for the Blazers. Uh, UAB is now 9-1 and one in the year, 
and more importantly, 2-0 and in conference play. And UAB is the lone undefeated team in conference play in Conference USA so far. And I heard uh, Kennedy joke uh, in the postgame after uh, Saturday's game, and he was like, can we just stop the season now and yeah. just go ahead and declare <laughs> yeah. the, the auto bid to the NCAA tournament? Yeah, yeah that, that, that would be nice. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't make – too big of a deal out of being the only, you know, I mean, Rice was after the first weekend. And, right, yeah. You've only um, played two games, yeah. Yeah, I played two, but, hey, I'd rather be 2-0 and o than 0-2 or 1-1. Yeah. Or, or one one. You know I mean? Hey, you're right. That's the thing. It's, uh, you know, you got to, you, you just, uh, you got to feel good where you're at. And, uh, you know, it's going to get tougher. You know, that's that's the thing. You know, I have to go on the road, get some tough teams, and including this this weekend. and, and oh, yeah. um you know, and, uh, you know, it's going to be tough. I mean, it's going to be tough all the way through. I think it's, it's, it, we've already seen after two weeks that it's a pretty, uh, pretty balanced conference. I mean, I think anybody is capable of, of beating somebody else. And, you know, and, and, you know, I mean, you just look at, you look at what's happened with Western Kentucky, you know, um, right. uh, you know, um, Louisiana tech looks awful good. Um, just, I mean, you know, Marshall obviously is going to be pretty good, and you know, just, I mean, there's there's some pretty good teams in this in in, in the conference, and um, so it's it's not going to be an easy road for anybody. Yes, for sure. And this, you know, just the scheduling format too. You know, Friday, Saturday, quick turnaround, it makes it more difficult, especially uh, yeah. for the road team. Yeah, um, but it also it also evens things a little bit. That's true. I mean, it, it really does. I mean, it kind of evens things and even saying in a lot of ways, I mean, you know, you, you, um, you know, you might, I mean, just for example, I mean, you, you go to, uh, if you have a weekend where you, where you have to go on the road, but you go to the, to, to the Florida trip and you're playing FIU and FAU back to back, that's certainly not as tough as going to, you know, um, Western and Marshall trip or something. Yeah, like that. that's true. So, so, um, you know, you kind of, you can kind of, uh, even though we've seen over the years that, you know, obviously UAB has struggled down there over the years and, mm-hmm. yeah, but, but, you know, we've seen them win games over the years, but still it, it allows you a little more of a breath, uh, a, a weekend breath than, um, you know, than going to Western and, and Marshall, for example, where in this one, you really can't take a breath with this form, with this format, even if you go down to, uh, you know, uh, there or, you know, whatever. I mean, you, it, it's just, it's, it's a little tougher on you. So it's going to be, uh, you're going to earn it. Now there's no doubt about that. Yes, for sure. And, and you know, you know, it, it kind of prepares you too for, uh, uh, come March and when, you know, conference tournament comes and, you know, you have to play every day. Now, granted, you're not playing the same team the next day, but you're you know going to have to play the next day. So it kind of yeah. does help prepare you for that aspect. Yeah. Especially your body and knowing how to handle yourself to over the weekend or your, you know, how to handle yourself during these back-to-back games, you know, um, yeah, you're right. You're, you're playing different teams and, and then which, which makes it tougher for the scouting and yeah. pr- preparation. Right. But, yeah. You know, but you know, the, another thing that's, that's, that's tough too about this is, um, you know, I don't know if they'll do this the whole way through, but Friday night is generally followed by, uh, you know, Saturday afternoon. Yeah. And, and so it's not like, you know, it's not like you can have a, um, I mean, you, you know, you're probably going to do a little shoot around maybe, but, but nothing, I mean, if you place, you know, seven Friday and seven Saturday, you might be able to get a 10 o'clock shoot around where you do a little, little, um, 
practice sort of thing where, where if it's four o'clock game, you can't, I mean, you really are three yeah. o'clock or two o'clock or whatever you, you know, you're pretty much, you, you, you might do a little shoot around in the morning just to get your blood flowing a little bit, but you're not doing any work really. You're just kind of moving, you know? Right. And, and so, um, you know, that's, and that, that's tough. You know I mean? That's, that's, that's difficult. It is. And normally, you know, too, going back to previous seasons, when you play that Thursday, Saturday format, normally, you know, Friday uh, after the Thursday game, you know, you come in Friday and, you know, you get to shoot around and you also get, um, you know, some feedback from the coaching staff. And, you know, you're able to work on some, you know, improving on what you didn't do well the night before. But really here, you know, you, you're playing Friday night and then you're turning around and playing Saturday afternoon. Really, the coaching staff doesn't have a whole lot of time, you know, to no. uh, to, uh, you know, get to the guys and, you know, just instruct them on things. Because, I mean, you know, you've got to you've got to do the shoot around. Um, and really, the coaches did not have they don't have a whole lot of time to even watch the film of the previous night. You know, I yeah. wouldn't imagine. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I, I and, and some of these some of these coaches really like I remember when Mike Anderson, uh, you know, I used to go watch them on the road, you know, the, the, the day before I'd go pick up my credential or whatever and just sit there and watch them, watch them uh, and their shoot around the day before the game, say, say the Friday, you know, if there's a, a weekend game. And I mean, they'd go at it. I mean, they'd, yeah. they'd be running up and down the court and they'd be hitting each other and they'd be I mean, uh-huh. it would be it would be almost game like uh, uh, situation. I mean, it would be they would they would I mean, they would work up a sweat now. I mean, mm-hmm. they wouldn't just shooting around and you can't do that if you, you know, if you're playing back to back, you know, you, right. you can't, you can't do that. So some coaches really like that the day before, you know, in basketball, I really like that. Um, really, really get after it on, on, um, you know, the day before practice uh, where, you know, you can't, you can't do that in this, in, in, in this setting, you know, you just can't. And so it's different, but you know, Hey, you know, we're, we're, we're getting to play. That's it. That's that's the main thing. And that's that's it, man. That's that's what it's all about. Right. Well, UAB does have their first road uh, games in the conference this Friday and Saturday as UAB travels to Charlotte, North Carolina to take on the Charlotte 49ers. The 49ers, uh, they're five and five, uh, one and one in conference. Um, They they were supposed to play Marshall this past weekend, but Marshall had to. Postponed both games due to uh, contact tracing, uh, COVID-related issues within that program. Um, but the weekend prior, uh, Charlotte had to face, um, you know, the preseason, you know, team of the, the team that, that was expected to win it all this year, the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers, and they were actually able to steal one of those games. Uh, they split uh, one and one with the Hilltoppers. Uh, they defeated them. 75 to 71 in overtime but even the other game the friday night game on new year's night uh, they played them close 67 to 63 uh, just barely losing that game but you know since charlotte uh they were not able to play marshall uh charlotte was had the mindset well hey well let's go uh you know we, we want to play this weekend so let's go uh schedule a uh a d2 to our d th- whatever uh, i don't know belmont abbey is the team so they said yeah, okay, you know we'll get a good tune-up game I thought um, I thought Belmont Abbey was a Beatles album. <laughs> it sounds like it, man. <laughs> yeah, I think it was something like that. I don't know exactly what it was. I thought that's what I thought it was. Never uh, heard of them, man. Yeah. But needless to say, Steve, you want to tell our listeners what happened that game? Well, it didn't work out so well. <laughs> they lost seventy-five, seventy-two in overtime, and you know, and that's the one thing about 
some of these D3, D2 uh, schools have, you know, have, have a player or two that are pretty darn good, you know, yeah. and, and um, you know, they can run up and down on you. And, and um, you know, if you, if, if, if they get, if they're hitting shots, you know, you Watch beat you. Out, yeah. yeah. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of what's happened, what happened. And, and, you know, it's almost like you, you start wondering at that point, you know, was it worth it? Um, no, <laughs> to get a game in, but you know what? I think it probably was, though. I mean, it, it, yeah, it's not worth it, and you know, on your on your record, and 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 you know, people laugh at you for it or whatever it may be. But yeah, but you know, but you got a game in. Um, ultimately, it means absolutely nothing. I mean, yes. it means you know, I mean, it, it's not going to affect anything. Um, you know, in this conference, you're going to get in the tournament. You know, not that not that Charlotte has any sort of getting, uh, you know, an, a uh, no at large a, a bid, no at large bid, but but nobody really does. I mean, no. you know, maybe Western Kentucky, I don't know. You know, depends on what they do the rest of the way in this, but um, so it's really not going to affect any of that. You know, it's it's um, you know, maybe it's a maybe it's a good slap in the face, um, and 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 you got a chance to get out there and play a game. So yeah. ultimately, I don't see it being, even though it's a little embarrassing. I don't see it being a terrible thing just because it just doesn't mean anything. I mean, it just doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't mean anything, you know, really. And, um, you know, cause I mean, didn't, wasn't it the year that, that, uh, that UAB lost their, their exhibition game to D3 or whatever it was school. I think that was the year that, um, Oh yeah. They went um, to the tournament. I think yeah. they went to the tournament that year when, when those guys were freshmen were, Haha, uh-huh, Nick Norton and those guys were freshmen, and Coakley. I think yeah. that was the year they lost the the exhibition game to a, to a D three school. Wasn't um, it like North Alabama or somebody? It was somebody. no, it was uh, I don't even I don't remember who it was. West I Alabama. Mean, it was somebody. Yeah. No, it wasn't an Alabama school. Okay. Um, no, that that would that would have been bad. <laughs> yeah, uh, that that would have been bad. But it was um maybe at Georgia or North Carolina. I don't remember who it was, but it was um. It was, but I remember that. Yeah, we did lose that uh, exhibition game. Yeah, that year. yeah, and you know, and and you end up being a you know tournament team, and and ultimately that meant nothing. Um, you know, obviously, it's not fun, and you know, you don't want to do that. But when it comes down to it, it you know, it's just in, in in basketball, it's it's um, you got to win your tournament, and That's if it helps, if it helps you by by focusing you or slapping you, like I said, in the face a little bit, like. Man, you know, look what happened here. Then, then you know, then then okay, you know. Um, but um, I was trying to see uh, UNC Pembroke is what ah, it was. Yeah, I, right. I'm looking back on that 72, 71, mm. the year the year that uh, the you know UAB went to the tournament. That's um, right. Yeah, lost 72, 71 to UNC Pembroke. Wow, I, me- I remember that night. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, again, it didn't mean anything. I mean, ultimately, it didn't mean anything, you know, and and, and that was different too because you had all those freshmen and you know guys trying right. to figure figure themselves out and all that. Uh, but still, I mean, it, it meant nothing. And right. Ultimately, this game, you know, this Charlotte loss to 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 the Beatles album is um, <laughs> is not going to mean anything. Right. You know, you know the only thing it will mean is if it gets them focused and 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 makes them mad yeah. and and. It might wake them up. Yeah. Yeah, right. exactly. And which would be a positive thing for them. Right. 
Well, other than that, uh, Charlotte's looked uh, pretty good um, overall this year. Um, you know, but like you know, like we mentioned earlier, they were able to uh, defeat Western Kentucky um, the week before. Um, so um, they're led by. Uh, I believe well, he was freshman uh, player of the year last year. In yeah. Say so, Jameer yeah. Young. You yeah. know, he's averaging almost 20 points per game. Um, very lethal guard um, for Charlotte. Um, but, I mean, you look at, you know, Jordan Shepard's also good. Bryce Williams, of course. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm definitely, if I'm Charlotte's coach, um, yeah, I'm definitely hoping that that loss wakes them up. Um, because it's like you said, you know, definitely in Conference USA in a mid-major school, um, a mid-major conference, you know, you're unfortunately you're a one-bid league. Um, so all that matters is what you do in March in that tournament. Um, so they're definitely going to be, you know, ready to get back on the court at their home house and uh, try to uh, get a victory over, um, you know, Right now, the best team in the conference, UAB. Um, but Friday night's game—well, I should say Friday afternoon's game—it is a four o'clock, four o'clock uh, p.m. Central Time tip-off from Charlotte. Uh, it'll be televised on ESPNU, so it'll be a good uh, television opportunity for uh, UAB. But of course, as always, you can listen to Jocks Two, uh, to David Crane and Murray Bartell on one, one Jocks One Hundred Point Five FM Radio, and they'll start at three thirty. Uh, with the pregame um, and Saturday's game, I believe that's at three o'clock. Let me double check before uh, I say that uh, Saturday's game. Yes, it's a three o'clock uh, PM uh, tip off and that'll be on ESPN plus. Um, but needless to say, it's a road game, um, a road conference game. Um, it's going to be tough, Steve. Uh, you know, as we know, they've already beaten Western Kentucky, you know, and they played them tough the other game. Um, Take this Belmont Abbey game out of your mind um, if you're a UAB fan. Uh, it's going to be a tough sledding for UAB going into Charlotte uh, this weekend. And honestly, Steve, you know, we talked before when we were kind of um, previewing the North Texas uh, series that ended up being postponed. If we can just get, you know, it'd be great to get the sweep again, but if we can just find a way to get one of these games and get out of there one and one, um, I'd, I'd be pretty happy with that. Yeah, no, no doubt. You know, no, no doubt. I mean, get the Friday one and uh, yes. get that out of the way yes. and then um, try to get the icing on the cake after that, you know, and, and but yeah, one on one, that, that'd be nice. You know, nothing wrong with that. Yes, for sure. I'm um, looking at it. You know, UAB's averaging 77.5 points per game. Charlotte's averaging 67.2. Uh, they're allowing uh, 64 and a half. Uh, UAB's only allowing 57 points per game. Um. You know, you look at the last game against Belmont Abbey. It was a, just a really ugly game. I, I'm not even going to lie. I didn't watch hardly any of that game. I just kind of followed along. Uh, but you look at the turnovers in that game. Uh, the the Beatles album had 20 turnovers, and Charlotte had 18 turnovers. So just what an ugly game um, for that uh, game. But, yeah, I mean, it's going to be tough sledding, but hopefully our Blazers can uh, get a couple victories and move to 4-0 in conference play. But, you know, as we mentioned earlier, we sit atop the West Division. Pro I probably should have mentioned that earlier. Um, conference USA has moved to uh, East and West Divisions for basketball this year for the first time. Right, right, which I like. I mean, I, you know, it's yeah, something different, too. you know. I, I, think it's, I think it's good. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know if they'll keep it or not, but, uh, you know, I, I think, uh, and you got it, you got it in, in football and other, some other sports. So keep it, you know, I, yeah. I, I, I like it. Yeah. Same here. 
Well, very quickly, um, we've got some football news. Um, UAB football actually had 10 votes uh, to finish up the 2020 season in the AP poll, which actually gives UAB a final ranking of number 33 in the country, which is pretty awesome. Um, you know, Steve, you know, me and you both, like, we love to play that what if, if we would have been, yeah, yeah. we would have been Latte, blah, blah, blah. But still, hey, hell of a year. Um, and to finish, you know, 33 in the country, uh, you got to like it. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean finishing, you know, top thirty-five, and you know, other others receiving votes, and yeah, I mean it's a great thing. I mean it, it's hard; it, it is hard to, to shake that "what if" you know uh, thought, but but that's okay. I mean that's that's human nature to to think about that. But you know, the bottom line is, um, you know, it, it's it's in. I mean, it, it takes you know the program takes steps every year and i think that uh, this is another you know that's two out of the last three years that um that that they finished in the others receiving votes you know in, right. in 18 i don't remember i don't remember where it was in 18 about 30 i think um yeah somewhere, uh, somewhere around there and and um so i think to do that in two out of the last three years it you know for a team in this conference you know, I'm not sure how many teams in this conference can say that they've done that over the last whatever years, you know, that they've had two out of three seasons um, to finish in a, in a top 35. Right. So, so I, you know, and, and I think that's that's important. I mean, that's that's a step. That's a big step. Yes. And, uh, you know. Now next next year, let's finish these games. Yes, and, you know, please. let's let's finish in the top 20, you know, and because uh, it, 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 it does make you wonder i mean it does make you wonder where you know where you know i, I don't know i think um louisiana was i think top 15 right i think they are, i know they were top 20 yeah yeah I definitely know. top 20 I, I don't remember i don't remember um but but you know that 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 could have been the blazers but uh yeah as it was hey it's a great you know you got a ring got a championship i exactly. uh, got a lot to, lot to build on and um you know, a good portion of these guys, most of these guys are going to be back to, you know, build on that. And, and, and they build on, cause they're, you know, they got a, what if in their mind too now. So they build yeah. on the success, they build on the ring on their finger that they can look at every day once they get it. But they also build on uh man, that could have been us right there. So, so you build on, you know, you build on the, um, the disappointment and you build on the, you know, the, the elation of um you know winning a championship so that's that's a good thing now that's that's uh you know disappointment and and the what if is a great motivator it is no doubt it is especially for the off season you know just get that extra motivation just to motivate you to do better next year so Mm -hmm. definitely good for the blazers i mean we do know at least right now um that at least 17 starters will be returning back for the blazers next year for the 2021 season um, as of now, Steve, um, I know, you know, uh, as of those that are coming back next year, I know Kobe Ragland, uh, Sidney Wells, Andrew Smith, uh, Jacoby Jones, and T.D. Marshall have all said that they're coming back. Um, I don't know if anybody else has uh, specifically mentioned on um, that they're coming back, but I do know that, unfortunately, you know, well, we kind of knew we were going to lose Jordan Smith, uh, you know, Spencer has announced that he's going pro. We already knew about Austin Watkins and uh, Myron Mitchell after the game. Um, Jacob, you know, we lose a, a really great uh, long snapper. Um, mm-hmm. He's elected to go pro. And 
Bronte Harris said that he's going pro. So, you know, good for him and, you know, trying to get that NFL dream. And um, can't wait to see some of these guys, uh, or really all these guys, playing just somewhere on Sundays in the future. So, you know, good for them. Yeah, I mean, I think you gotta you got to be happy for all of them that uh, – you know, you know, they've done a lot for this program and it's, it was such a, such a tough, you know, difficult year for everybody. And, yeah. you know, I understand, I mean, I, I understand, I wish, you know, there was a couple, I mean, I, I, I really think I wish Bronte would have come back for another year. Cause, Same. uh, yeah. you know, uh, a year of, um, just another year, of, of put together another year, I think would have helped him a little bit, but, uh, no, but I think that he, if he, if he goes in and, and, I think he's he's going to play in at least one All Star game, and if he if he does well and he he tests well, I mean, I think he certainly has a chance to, uh, you know, get in a in a, certainly in a camp, and uh, you know, I think he'll impress. He'll impress him in, in a camp. Uh, you know, the other guys, you know, definitely, you know, the two that are playing in the Senior Bowl, that'd be crazy to come back um, because there's no guarantees. You know, especially with UAB's history and get guys in the Senior Bowl. Oh, don't you know, get me started on that. Yeah, I mean, there's no guarantee that they're going to get that. So I think that's a, you know, that was that's a no-brainer in in, in my mind. Right. Um, you know, obviously Spencer is a no-brainer in my mind. He's had a lot of carries now. He's got his, his body's taken a heavy toll, yeah. and you know, I just that's what happens with the life of a running back. And so, I, you know, I, I think his was pretty much a, you know no-brainer. Myron Mitchell, you know, um, I don't know that I totally agree with it, but I, but I don't blame him. You know, I, I mean, I think he's shown some big playability, and and I think he'll impress people when he gets in a camp, and and uh, you know, we'll see there. I've heard, you know, I've just heard that that to expect Tony Fairback. Um, Good. You know, obviously, Good. he's not announced anything, but you know, I've just talked to a couple of people that said they expect him back. Uh, you know, so that that's good. I think that's important. Um, Chris Mole is uh, apparently uh, said he's coming back. I haven't seen anything official, but I think he's coming back. And um, so, you know, I think that pretty much the, the, the rest of them I would expect would be back that haven't, you know, that, that haven't announced anything yet. Um, the majority. And what you don't know is maybe a guy or two. And I'm just just spitballing here. I don't know. But, I mean, there could be a guy or two think that maybe they can um, – you know, get a, get the portal and maybe try to take a step up in their mind. You know, to a Power Five conference. I, you know, of the ones left, I'm not sure that that there's anybody that's going to fit that. But you never know. I mean, I think the, you're going to see that throughout the country. Oh yeah. Um, you know, you're going to see that. You know, guys decide to give that a, a you know a shot. And I don't think there's anybody on, on this roster that's 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 going to take that approach. But there could be. I mean, you 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 never know. Um, there's some, you know, there's some talented guys on this roster and, and um, proven guys and, and um, older guys that, you know, might want to give it a shot. I, you know, again, I don't know. I haven't heard any names, but um, for the most part, I think it's going to be the same team. And, you know, the guys that, that, that are leaving for sure are, are big time players. But there's guys behind them. That's one thing that, you know, Bill Clark and his staff have done. Have done. They've, they've really, you know, there's guys. Re- ready to step up and we've talked about it. I mean, you know, there's, right. uh, you know, Justin Thomas is, is ready to be the next Jordan Smith. Yes. You know, and, yeah. um, Canaris Taylor's is, and, and swap you know, certainly showed in the championship game that, you know, maybe, you know, maybe both those guys are ready to be the next Watkins and, and, and Myron Mitchell. Um, you know, I do think 
the one thing I like about this situation is, is I do think it, it sort of, uh, when you lose a guy, especially when you lose a position like, like the top two guys, your position, like Austin Watkins and, and Myron Mitchell, maybe it, 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 it also kicks the offensive staff a little bit in the rear end and saying, okay, we got to find different ways now too. So maybe they find ways. I was thinking about this. It's funny. I was thinking about this this morning. Um, you know, maybe they find ways to, uh, to get um, uh, Rudolph and um, and and Jermaine Brown and you know uh, have them as uh, do different things from the slot with them. You know that'd be great. You know do things like uh, maybe a Jalen Darden, Zach Dobson type thing with them. You know and yeah. it, it kind of forces you to sort of think of different ways of attacking because you're not going to have as good as Rudolph uh, as good as Kendarius Taylor and Shropshire, for example, could be they're not quite ready to be Austin Watkins, Byron Mitchell, probably. No, probably. And so you have to find different ways sometimes. So that's, that's going to be intriguing, you know, kind of fun to watch. Now we, you know, we won't see it, you know, cause it's going to be a lot behind closed doors, but it will be fun. It would be fun to, to see, you know, Brian Vincent and the offensive staff and, and, you know, coach Clark with him um, sort of brainstorming during this off season, because what, you know, what can we do different with what we have? Yes. And, um, you know, and, and maybe see a little different product when it, when the season opens Now you won't see it in the spring. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we won't see it in the spring. They, they could see it in the spring, but you're not going to see it in the spring game. You're not going to see it in, uh, you know, until the ball's kicked off. Um, but they'll know, you know, so that's going to be fun to watch, you know, just things like that. That's, a, that's the cool thing about college football is, is when you, um, when you look, when you lose guys, key guys, that just, this gives another guy a chance, you know, right. and, and yeah, yeah, you hate to lose him, but that just gives a guy behind him. Okay. You know, now it's his chance or his turn or their turn, you know, whoever it may be. So it, it's, it's going to be, inter- it's going to be fun. Once we get to see it, it's going to be fun to watch. Hey, and a perfect example of that, Steve, was the Rice game this past year, you know, when everybody oh, yeah. else, you know, got their opportunity finally and they were able to uh, show out and get the W. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, guys, guys that you never, you know. I mean, Larry Wooden. I mean, yeah, Larry Wooden sat here, like, you know, for, yeah. for a year and a half or two, or whatever it was, and didn't get a, a sniff. I mean, you All know, right. bar- barely. And he he has you know he has a nice game there. You know, he came in in the fourth quarter of that championship game game and had some key runs. Now yes. you know some ones that you don't remember. You know, there mm-hmm. maybe a four or five yard run that, that got him in a good good spot while, while Spencer sat out of play, but you know, he, he got a chance to, to play a key role in the championship game because he showed that he could do it in the rice game. So you're absolutely right. I mean, there was so many cases of that now, so many yes. cases of guys just stepping up in the, in the, in the spots that um, kind of prove themselves against rice. And, and, and now you feel good about them, you know, going, going forward. Yes, definitely. And we're also going to just, Knock on wood and hope that we're able to get a full and somewhat normal uh, spring practice uh, for for the guys to maybe work on those things that the coaches might be thinking during the off season. So yeah. definitely go knock on wood and hope that that happens, uh, not just for football sake, but for all of our sakes. Um, but yeah, guys, on, uh, thanks again for listening to episode number 23 of the Blazer Victory podcast. Just a reminder to please give us a follow on Twitter at twitter.com slash blazerpod, P-O-D. 
and hit the follow button and make sure you tell a couple friends about us. But we'll be back next week to kind of recap what happened um, in the Charlotte series and get you ready for the Rice series that happens next week. And on that note, we'll see you next time. Go Blazers.